When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for same race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. Uh, on the other side of the ditch, of course, it is slightly earlier, but they don't even care about the time where uh, David Long is. It's uh, Mount Panorama, of course. It's calling all motorsport fans this weekend. It's appointment viewing, the kind you uh, clear your Sunday for once a year year every year but this year it's uh, extra special for Kiwi fans with the return of Greg Murphy after eight years away plus Shane Van Gisbergen sits comfortably at the top of the Supercars Drivers Championship so on the line is uh, David Long with us this morning he spoke uh, earlier with us on a different subject but David uh, you're where you want to be at the moment uh, Bathurst uh, first of all uh, what's the vibe like and what's the forecast like as well we're hearing uh, from the racing side of things it's not too good in that area yeah, hi there, Ian. Um, yeah, on the weather side of it, it's not—it's it's okay at the moment. It's dry, uh, but there is more rain predicted uh, this afternoon, and that could go through right through to tomorrow. So they've put in some sort of emergency measures already for the spectators here. They've closed a lot of car parks and asking people to park in town and they'll pick them up from buses to bring them in here because, you know, with um, you know hundreds of thousand people, wherever it, it comes to this, it, it can be pretty, you know, very muddy and very boggy. Um, uh, with the weather, and I feel sorry for those already camping up uh, camping up the mountain for a few days already. Um, and I, which, which should make, I think, it's pretty sort of, um, you know, tough for those here, but I think for the, everybody watching back in New Zealand, they're going to see a pretty spectacular and action field race on Sunday with um, uh, expected to sort of um, rain in the morning and that would sort of dry off during the day. So um, when them co-drivers are out there and not so experienced in the cars, I think there could be quite a few thrills and spills during the race. Oh, David, it's a sentimental weekend uh, for a lot of motor racing fans because you're either Ford or you're, or you're Holden. Uh, uh, that's been the history over the years. But uh, this year, of course, is Holden's last. Uh, and I just wonder uh, what the feeling is uh, about Holden and, and where they think it's going to be next year without them. Yeah, it's interesting. Greg Gartanda, who was the fastest yesterday in uh, practice, he got asked about it, you know. Is, is it emotional? And then he said, well, you know, we farewelled Holden a couple of years ago when they decided they were pulling out. So it's it's sad and it's the end, but I, and he sort of feels it'd be, it'd be sadder uh, the last race of the season in Adelaide, uh, which will be the last time that, that these Holdens are on the track and that uh, Holdens were built in Adelaide. So there's that connection there. So it, it is the end of an era with the end of the Ford v Holden battle. But, um, you know, last couple of days, we've, we've next year the Gen 3 cars are coming in. Um, when we had a presentation for the media yesterday with the new Mustang and Chevy, who are coming in next year, they had their presentation this morning. So I think it's just a trans- transferring you either Ford or Holden to, to Ford or Chevrolet next year. So um, that, that rivalry, I guess, will still be there. 
been a lot of buzz about the return of uh, Greg Murphy after such a long absence from the race and um, Murph didn't waste any time getting a headline or two because uh, he wiped a second off his very famous 2003 time with a 205.871 seconds. Um, incredible comeback for Murph. Yeah, it is, yeah. It, it was fantastic to see him. And he's been in a great mood all weekend, all week, sorry. Um, he, uh, he's really loving the experience. You know, I did sort of think, you know, he might get in the car and do a few laps and think, oh, no, this is not for me anymore. But, uh, you know, he's, he's enjoyed it. And he was saying yesterday, he's, he, it helped that he drove in, in dry conditions yesterday. So he was able to sort of push the car. And as he does each lap, he gets more confident in it and knows where he doesn't have to brake so much. He can, he can keep his foot on the accelerator for slightly longer. So he's building up speed. And he's, fortunately, this, um, the first session today is another co-driver-only session which should come before the rain starts falling. So, again, he, he'll be able to get out there and, and gradually increase his speed over there. Um, he's, you know, he's, uh, he's pretty realistic about his chances this weekend. You know, he's coming in, um, you know, after something 2014. Um, Richie Stanaway hasn't been here since 2019 or, or done any sort of motorsport and they're driving a, a spare car for Airbus. So, you know, things are sort of stacked against them. But, you know, as everybody who's watched Bathurst knows, you know, anything can be thrown up in the, in the great race. You know, um, Ted Mostert won it from last on the grid, you know, a few years ago. So it sort of, it all comes down to that last hour at Bathurst. And if you're on the lead lap, then you're, you're in with a fight. So I certainly wouldn't rule them off. And I think, um, you know, um, a mid-place finish might be sort of more realistic for them. But there's no, you can definitely could see them finish top five if, if the cards fall in their favour. If the cards fall in their favour, David, often uh, when you refer to motor racing, refers to um, the way the, the car stacks up and how it performs as such. Uh, you mentioned before that uh, Garth Hander uh, fastest uh, so far as such. Uh, alongside Shane Van Gisbergen, who is out and away the best uh, supercar driver this year, are they the hot favourites now? I think so, without a doubt. Yeah, the fact that they've come here and they've already shown pace. Uh, Shane had a um, tip to wall up the mountain yesterday, but it was very, very light damage. Um, he's made the transition quickly from a rally car to uh, to a supercar, and you know, he goes around the corner straight rather than um, at an angle now. So he's quickly got back, got back to driving that. But you have to be the favourites, given the way Shane's driving, the way that car's been dominant all the year, and that he's got a very good co-driver. Uh, I think the other team, um, if you sort of look at the you know the co-driver and the driver. The team that could be uh, could do well this week, this weekend is um, Chad Mostert, who's in with Fabian Coulthard, and um, Fabian I think he's forty now, but he's still he's still got pace. He was unlucky that he lost his seat, his full time seat this year um, when the, when his team he, he was with sold uh, their cut, their outfit to another uh, franchise or license. Um, and he's been preparing all year, really, for this one race. He's been driving driving in other categories to make sure he keeps sharp for it, and you know. Uh, Chad is a very, you know, one of the top three or four drivers. Fabian, well, you have to see, you have to class him as one of the top three or four drivers, and they are in a car that's fast. So, um, you know, it wouldn't surprise me as well if, if they're definitely up on the podium as well by the, on Sunday night. It uh, promises to be a bit of a, a Holden Swan song as such, but um, who's Ford's best chance of, of upsetting the apple cart here? Would that be uh, perhaps the Dick Johnson racing team comprising of uh, Anton de Pasquale and Tony Alberto? Would they be their best? Perhaps candidate to do that? Yeah, I'd say I'd say them, or I'd say Will Davison, um, who's in the other um, uh, DJR car. Um, 
Well, it was very impressive uh, at the start of um, Puka Curry Round the other week. Um, he's he's teamed up with his brother, um, who is not as um, not as quick, I'd say, as as Will. Um, so whether they've got that strong combination, but the, you know, the, um, yeah, you know, as we saw from the days when, when Scott McLaughlin was driving um, that car, that you know, they're, they're very quick outfit and they're a very professional run team. So I'd say uh, Pasquale and the Will Davison. Forwards, they will be the, the strongest um, opposition to the Holdens, yeah. Interesting. Uh, I've just got a text in uh, while we're talking, David, uh, from Jerry, and I thank Jerry very much for this because he's pointed something out that I wasn't uh, aware of. It's the 30th anniversary, uh, of course, of the late, great Denny Holm because he passed away on the circuit in this, this very race of a heart attack back in 1992. Right, right. Yeah, that's, that's interesting. That's right, yeah. I didn't... Um I don't, didn't, didn't occur to me to do that. Yeah, that, that's interesting. I might, um, uh, I might see have a have a chat with Matt about that. See the see his thoughts and memories of it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So it has. Uh, I mean, every sporting event um, with any history has uh, all sorts of uh, recollections and uh, recollections and things. But that's an interesting point I hadn't even thought of. There is, uh, of course, another um, Kiwi, other Kiwis in the race, including a Kiwi rookie by the name of Jackson Evans, who isn't exactly a household name, but uh, he's uh, he's lining up uh, for the Brad Jones Racing Team. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's uh, it's an interesting story with Jackson. His grandparents were um, um, Rob and Wendy Lester, who um, were behind the Manfield. the Manfield Park track. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, you know, a great track that we've got to, we've got in New Zealand. And so he comes from that, um, you know, motorsport royalty. He moved to Australia when he's pretty young. Been driving for Porsche and um, the Carrera Cup here. Then he went to do the similar in in Australia. Um, sorry, in in Europe as well as some as some um, endurance racing. Um, he's a really talented young driver. He's 26 um, with a bright future ahead of him. And he's, you know, he's he said to me when I spoke to him a couple of days ago that he is, you know, he thinks he might eventually for a month to move down here. Um, and have a go at supercars full time. Um, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how he goes this weekend. Another interesting New Zealand driver is Matt Payne, who's um, who's um, Todd Hazelwood's co-driver, um, and he's going to be a full-time driver next season um, for the uh, Airbus team. He's replacing Hazelwood, who's retiring. So uh, he's only 19, and he, you know, he'll be um, you know exciting young New Zealand talent. I think we're going to see in supercars over the next. You know, five, ten years or whatever. A um, lot, lot of high praise about his his um, his ability, and his, this will be his first first time uh, in a supercar. He's been doing the Super Two Series this year, which is the the, the category below it, where you sort of earn your stripes. Um, so it'll be definitely interesting to see how he goes on this weekend, because you know he could be uh, without putting too much on him. You know, he could be our, our next Scott McLaughlin for New Zealand. It's had a bit of a hiatus, uh, like everything, David, with uh, COVID, etc. Do you sense now, um, just a, a day before the weekend begins, um, that the magic has returned quickly? Yeah, I think I, I think so. Yeah, I got here on sort of lunchtime on Tuesday, and already there was tents and camper vans, you know, all over the place up the mountain and, and down the bottom where where the pits are. There's, there's a huge buzz. I think. Maybe people are slightly, um, you know, put off a bit by the weather and the forecast for the weekend, but the place has really come alive, you know, after the, especially after the last couple of years where, well, two years ago there was nobody allowed to come and to watch, um, watch Bathurst, and then there was a very um, small crowd uh, last time. So, but this is, you know, this is the first Bathurst that's sort of back properly after the COVID, and 
Um, you know, I think you might have thought um, people with an Australia, and I've seen a lot of New Zealanders over here as well. Um, I guess they come for the for the Murph factor and the other New Zealanders in the race. Um, I think it's you know it's, it's Bathurst is back really, yeah. So uh, from from your point of view and from uh, the general media's point of view, David, uh, how do they provide for you? I mean, do, where are you, where uh, where's your preferred spot for watching it? Do you you have to hang around the pits or whatever? What what, what is it uh, in terms of the media? How, how they look after you? Yeah, the media's um, um, area is just sort of um, long pit straight, just towards the back of where the, the cars line up for the, on the grid for the start. Um, it's a bit too tough to go and um, up the mountain and to to go and watch some stuff on there and to come back because you have to, if something happens, you need to sort of get quickly um, to your keyboard. I sometimes go around the first corner or the last um, for a bit to watch, a, watch some of the action during the day because, um, uh, you know, it's such a long race. Uh, you've got time to sort of take it in and not sort of, um, you know, be stuck to your keyboard for all, you know, permanently for the six, seven hours that the race takes. Um, so it's nice to come and see some of it, but you can't you can't really get up the mountain to watch it because it, as I said, it's just it's too far away. But um, yeah, no, it's, it's a great experience. Yeah. So uh, we're, here we are sitting at um, well Friday morning, relatively early your time. But um, what is the program uh, over the next three days now? Yeah, so there's, there's um, a little practice session first of all today um, for the co-drivers, I said, and then. Then later on, another hour session for the which will be for the main game drivers, and that'll be the session where the, the drivers get their cars set up for qualifying, um, which I think is six fifteen New Zealand time um, today. Um, and then that's just forty minutes long. And the, so the main game drivers will be here. That and then the top ten where that will go into tomorrow's shootout. Which um, the shootout's interesting, you know. It's it's really exciting, and everybody sort of gets wrapped up on it. It's pretty meaningless when you think of the in terms of a, a thousand kilometre race where you, where you start on the first lap. Um, but it doesn't mean it's, it's not exciting. It, it's, uh, it's, 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 I, I did do something that it's actually watched um, by more people in Australia than the actual race itself to shoot out. Um, but, um, yeah, that's it. And then there's just a quick um, practice session on in the morning on Sunday, and then, then we get into the big race. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. A lot of people very jealous uh, of you, David, I'm sure. So even though there's plenty going on in New Zealand this weekend, uh, a lot of New Zealand eyes, of course, will be on Bathurst. Enjoy the experience. Thanks very much for the interview, and uh, we'll catch up with you again shortly. Thank you. Yeah, no worries, Paul. Thanks. Cheers. Uh, David Long uh, out there who uh, is there on official business, um, but you can hear uh, in his background too, he's a genuine motor racing fan as well and might even be there if uh, he wasn't working. It is 11.17 here on SENZ. And we shall be talking greyhounds very shortly. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.